Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello and welcome to a new edition of the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with myself, Stuart Haslam, welcoming our Chief Investment Officer for Europe, Africa and the Middle East, Zainab Ozturk from London on this call. Zainab, how are you doing today? Hi Stuart, I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure and thanks as always to our listeners for dialing into a new week on a Monday morning. So let's kick it off and Zainab, um, well, it was exciting to see you on Bloomberg Television just last week. You were on Bloomberg on Thursday and I want to put to you, if I may, the very first question that they put to you and that is they, w- they were looking at, are we at you know peak rates in the US where we're expecting, I know, one more rate rise, but this has been having a pretty strong impact on the US dollar and the US dollar last week, I think, had one of its uh, it, its its worst weeks since November last year. So what does that mean for a stronger euro and how should investors position themselves? Let's start there. Um, sure, thank you. Thank you, sir. So I think it's not just euro, it's across literally most of the big uh, G10 uh, currencies have been performing really well against dollar. So it is the, the story that we were talking about um, the, uh, I don't want to say end, but the slowdown of the king dollar uh, theme for this year. Um, and it is now playing up even more than it was at the beginning of the year. So we have now euro at 112 um, and it keeps on going higher. We have even sterling that everyone was very worried about at nearly 131. Um, so dollar weakness is uh, in a way helping, of course, uh, certain investment um, models where especially you have exposure into local currencies, local uh, local markets in emerging markets, or places like um, UK as well as uh, Japan. So uh, from a risky asset investment point of view, having that uh, flexibility to enjoy a better performance in your portfolios in those assets classes, I think is a is a is a positive. Um, but overall, um, how long this will continue is going to be a big question mark um, because I can see some part of the market is um, also betting on a, a big reversal. Yeah, okay. But speaking of that reversal, and let me put this to you as well. You know, markets markets this year, Zenep, have been, I mean, almost fair to say, and we look at the US in particular, they've been flying. It's been one of the the best starts, I think a data point that I referenced to Christian Nolting, our chief investment officer himself, just a couple of weeks ago, was that the S&P was having its best start to the year since 2018. You know, in your view, can this continue? And, and how does it relate, particularly in this part of the world, in, in Europe, which you look at so closely? Are valuations attractive here? Um, if I start from the last part of your question, uh, yes, definitely the valuations are attractive and Europe have always been a different um, performance criteria compared to US. Uh, Europe has been more of a value play, more of a valuations play and there was a very positive momentum that came from the first quarter earnings for the European stock performance also. And um, still when we look into the next 12 months, uh, PE ratios, U- Europe is still cheaper uh, compared to US, but we cannot also ignore the amazing performance that US stocks had, but that is definitely not a fundamental macro play. So this is where the US market versus US mar- uh, European market kind of differs uh, significantly. The big 
um, lead that came from the tech stocks, especially the big large cap stocks, was a major driver for the U.S. equities. But still, now we have the earnings season started and earnings seasons in financial started uh, much better than expected. Uh, looking into the history of the performance of stock market uh, in an earnings season, especially with a positive upside on earnings, generally drives another very positive performance across the uh, global equities. So uh, coming back to your first part of the question, can this rally continue? Um, I think there is definitely a role for it still because looking into the MSCI global stock markets um, over the last five days only, it has been uh, up by three and a half percent. And um, with the momentum that we've seen in the initial part of the earnings, uh, positive surprise, I think we can see a little bit more momentum in the coming weeks. Yeah, okay. Well, that's really interesting. So more momentum there coming. What about over in emerging markets, Zenith? And, you know, there's been a lot of talk in the media um, and also from our analyst community as well, also in Deutsche Bank, about, you know, the impact in, in China at the moment. And, you know, there's been some difficult data, but obviously some stimulus is expected out of that market. And how's that going to impact investor positioning in the weeks and months ahead? Mm-hmm. Um, China... Um... In a way, disappointed uh, from the end of the first quarter onwards from the uh, Chinese equities point of view, mainly because the initial part of the very positive performance from January till the end of the first quarter was really um, a big EM focus um, and the positive uh, momentum was driven mainly with the COVID reopening. Um, It helped with the domestic spending and the uh, consumer uh, sentiments that came from China into not only China, but uh, around Asia as well as to Europe. So we have seen that positive uh, pickup. However, it didn't continue mainly because of the fact that the uh, core fiscal stimulus and the investment growth didn't really pick up as um, we would all like to see. Um, But it doesn't mean that it will not because Chinese government has already started to um, implement certain additions into their fiscal stimulus. Um, like only uh, nearly 10 day- days ago, they announced another uh, stimulus onto the property developers and real estate sector. Um, and we know uh, by now already that the government's priority is to improve the economy. So it's just that we really need to see a significant tilt up in terms of the investment growth, and then it will um, most probably change the perception and investment sentiment as well as the performance um, into China as well as broader Asia. And yeah, yeah, well, certainly would do for uh, also you know stimulus in a way for those European companies that uh, deal so closely with uh, with you know Chinese manufacturers and, and producers. Looking forward to seeing how that pans out. Look, Zenit, we're getting close. To the end of the podcast for this week, but as you and I are based in London, I'm afraid I'm going to have to uh, finish off with a sports question. I still think back to one of our earlier podcasts where we were talking about the World Cup football um, <laughs> those few months ago. But uh, now I'm going to now I'm going to uh, uh, question you about Wimbledon because here we are recording on a Friday, and tomorrow <laughs> I want to talk about the women's singles, and uh, I think we have another blockbuster. Let's call it that. As you have uh, Ons Jabeur playing Bondrasova. Um, on a Saturday afternoon uh, down at SW16 in Wimbledon. 
Zainab, your call on how that's going to pan out. And just remember, as we publish on Monday, um, it's going to be laid bare for everyone to see because the match will be over. I know. I know. It's uh, too much of a pressure you're putting on me, uh, Stuart. But, um, and also the two of the markets that I personally cover, Tunisia and Czech Republic. So I, I have they have all positive hopes and wishes for both. But um, I have to say, looking into the performance, both are very strong players, but my kind of tilt is a little bit more on Anjambeur somehow. Um, I, I watched her last year on the semifinals and I was very impressed and I really wanted her to move on to finals and win. Uh, maybe it's her year this year. There you have it. Our EMEA CIO Zenep Ozturk is called Ons Jaber. We'll be looking very closely, and my goodness, she was impressive against Sabalenka yesterday, 4 2 down in the second and coming back to win 6 3 in the third. Zenep, thank you so much. Apologies for the, uh, the sporting question at the end, but you know, you can expect anything from me as the host of this podcast, and I do ask the questions. So that's the way it goes. This has been your CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with myself, Stuart Haslam and Zainab Ozturk, our EMEA CIO. Have an excellent week. Speak to you again next week. Bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.